If your brand could use more effective and efficient ways to ignite growth, you've come to the right place. This is where smart marketers learn to leverage their own community to ignite growth in sales, awareness, and beyond. Welcome to The Rise. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm your host, Jason Falls. This is the Community Commerce Marketing Show. We are exploring the new and exciting category of marketing strategy, automation, and software called Community Commerce Marketing. We all need to get our Community Commerce Marketing and our brand in shape. Well, today... We're going to get in shape by learning from Troy McFarland. He is the director of marketing uh, for Fitness SF, a group of gyms and fitness centers in the San Francisco Bay Area. They have a multitude of great marketing programs, including mobile apps for their members and more. Fitness SF is also a Scipio customer. So we'll talk to Troy about how community influence marketing is helping his brand. Before we welcome Troy to the show, though, please take a moment, if you will, to jump over and subscribe to The Rise. This is a new streaming video show and podcast from Scipio.ai, the leading community commerce marketing platform. Follow Scipio.ai on LinkedIn or YouTube for the live show. We also put the post and we also post the audio as a podcast afterwards. So subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. All right, our goal on the live show is to make efficient use of your time, so we dive right in. Troy McFarland is here with us today from Fitness SF. Troy, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. How are you, sir? I'm doing well. How about yourself? I'm doing wonderful. You you look you look wonderfully orange and caramely there in your in your beautiful little background. I love that. Oh, I have that Fitness SF orange in the back. There you go. All right. Let's start off by uh, kind of uh, setting the stage a bit. Tell everyone a little bit more detail about Fitness SF. We know it's a group of gyms and fitness centers in San Francisco, but give us more of the breadth and depth of what you do and how you market your brand. So, yeah, a, a lot of people don't know this, but um, we used to franchise Gold's. We used to be Gold's Gym. Okay. So we used to be a Gold's Gym franchise. And in 2012 is when we branded you know, we broke away from the brand and we, we made our own brand, Fitness SF. Um, so I actually started around that time when it was gold, but we were transitioning over. So I've kind of been there since the beginning, which is nice because, you know, we really had some say in what the brand was going to be like. And, um, you know, Gold's Gym had a very like targeted market or very like specific image. And so we were like, this is our chance to change that. And so we really focused on the community and we really said, we want to be a gym for everyone and, and how San Francisco Bay area was changing, um, especially at that time. So, um, so it was really born in, you know, the depth of the community of like, you know, we had, we have different pockets of different neighborhoods, different gyms, totally different demographics. So it was all over the place. So we were, we really focused on, honing in on those neighborhoods and really, and really saying we are San Francisco Bay areas, Jim. That's pretty, that's pretty awesome. And, and actually I didn't know all that, but interestingly enough, it really connects to not only what we talk about a lot at Scipio with community, but it really uh, is a, a great indicator of what your brand is and has become. So you guys have done a good job with that. I, I know many gyms come with the option to take classes and have personal trainers and such. Uh, I don't think you guys are any different. I think the folks out there, however, who are watching might be curious, 
How does that typically work? Are these instructors independent consultants? Are they contractors? Are they FTEs? And and what are the challenges of managing and marketing those different types of, I guess, service providers within the business? So we used to lean heavy into, you know, we have our, our open gym, we have personal trainers, and then we have group fitness. Um, it used to be more evenly spread out, but we've kind of shifted away from the group fitness aspect. Um, we still offer group fitness, um, but just not as many classes and not at as many locations. Um, our, our personal trainers are employees. Um, they are part-time or full-time if they have enough clients. Um, and then our group, group X instructors are also employees. Um, they used to be contractors, um, but the, the whole Prop 22 thing uh, got, you know, we, fitness ended up not getting a carve out for that. So that's that's kind of why, you know, we made them employees. Um, but we've really, you know, since we've since we've narrowed the focus a bit more, we, we're leaning more into the functional training, Olympic lifting, um, you know, racks and, and recovery. Um, so that's kind of how we've shifted, especially since the pandemic. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, the consumer dictates, you know, really what you're offering. So we started to notice that people were wanting to lean into that weightlifting and, and that functional training. So we, you know, in a space like San Francisco, space is, is critical. Um, mm -hmm. so, so we started opening up some areas for more functional training. Very nice. Now, this may come as a surprise to most of you out there, but I have sat foot in the gym before. Um, I've even gone consistently a few times in my life. But when I think of a gym, Troy, whether it's one like Fitness SF or even the local YMCA, community just immediately comes to mind. Gyms can not only be very social, but they can be a place where people socialize, where they meet, make friends. How much of a marketing director's brain is wrapped around tapping into that for a business that meets that description? I mean, you, you seem to have been focused on community kind of from the get-go after branching away from Gold's Gym, but how big is community in your mindset every day? Almost 100%. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I think I think over the years, Jim's always focused on, you know, get in shape, get in shape, get results, lose weight, do this, do that. And really it's about, you know, most of the time, people go to the gym for the social aspect. Um, yes, there, you know, there's more space for more equipment and stuff that you can have at your house, but, um, that's what it's built on. That's what these clubs and these communities are built on. So, um, you know, online, any of our online advertising, we're really showcasing the social aspect of it. You know, we, we, we talk about the pillars of, of what we stand for. And it's like the physical aspect, the mental health aspect and the social health aspect. So that social health aspect is like really critical. Again, given the pandemic, showcasing how critical that piece was. Um, but we've, we've always been doing that even beforehand. Um, our biggest thing was we really built our partnerships up, um, local community partnerships too, not, not major big brands that are, you know, it's not just, hey, get a discount here or there. It's really, you know, to name a few, we've got like Muttville Senior Dog Rescue. Um, we've got the SF Ballet, SF Opera, and SF Symphony. And we're the official fitness providers for them. Um, so then, you know, 
the two-way street is that, you know, we're supporting the arts, we're supporting the community, we're getting everyone interacting with each other. Um, and it's like, I, you know, I'm a member. I went to a, sh I went to a ballet performance. Oh, I saw the ballet members at the gym or, you know, whatever that is. And then you feel connected you feel that like web of connection. Um, and then along with like nonprofits and all of that stuff, you know, we do uh, lighthouse for the blind. So they're, you know, we, we train them and instead of just like saying, oh yeah, we'll give you some memberships or whatever. We actually provide a trainer in an environment like a gym. So it's, you know, it's, it's, they feel safer coming in there and the community sees that. And that's, that's almost all of our marketing is based behind this. That's fantastic. And I think a lot of people out there listening are, are may not connect the two concepts because you're talking about, you know, partnerships and or causes and things like that. But to me, from my perspective, that is influence marketing without the R because you're not going out and finding a social media creator that has a lot of followers and, and engaging with them. You're finding partner organizations you know, affinity brands uh, that are within the community um, footprint that you have and you're partnering with them to give them value. And then they in turn give you value back by promoting what you're doing or sharing the fact that 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 you are the official partner, which, you know, breaks down that wall of what you know, the, the wall of R, if you will, if you if you take that R off of influencer marketing, now all of a sudden you're thinking much more broadly and you're saying, hey, this is a great way to leverage the influence of the ballet or of the nonprofits that we work with, which is a fantastic way of thinking about it. I wonder, and I'm, I'm kind of get, I'm going to guess here because I don't know the answer to this, even though we've had a couple of conversations before about how you've built your brand there, but I'm going to guess that you haven't really walked down the path of the traditional influencer marketing by going out and finding social media influencers. Is that correct? Or if I'm wrong, what has been your experience with that approach versus the community approach? we've we've done a little bit of that um and it, it's very like lax i mean we we had like for example um 106 kmel's a radio station and we would do you know a partnership with them with the, the radio hosts and they would come in and work out with trainers and they would post on their social media and um you know it was kind of just one-off like that but kind of the challenge and we've also had like collegiate athletes and pro athletes like come through and say hey can we come by and we're like yeah in exchange for this <laughs> um but uh and you know just having them be there is great like you know seeing professional athletes or you know high level collegiate athletes playing or uh working out at the gym um but you know there's there's challenges with that like having you know managing one-off instances um, and tracking what they're doing and, and also having like a small marketing team. Um, it, it was, it's really, uh, you know, we didn't really have a structure until, uh, or became organized until Scipio came along, to be honest. <laughs> well, nice. Well, my, my, my follow-up to that then was, was going to be to ask you to share, you know, um, you know, you've been a client of Scipio for a while now. And flipping that influencer marketing approach around and working through your own customers and community members outward to drive influence, recommendations, referrals, but also content. So tell folks a little bit about how you're using Scipio.ai and what early successes you've seen from that strategy. Um, to be honest, I feel like we haven't even scratched the surface on how we could be use, utilizing Scipio. It's, it's obviously in the pipeline, but um, I mean, we're using it strictly just to find people that are that are unique and creative so you know a gym would sit there and think oh let's find all these people who work out 
that are posting workouts all the time. Yeah. That's not necessarily what I look for. Right. Um, I look for people that are posting healthy food options, people that are going out to the, in the community and going to see the arts. Uh, there's, there's all kinds of people that we want to showcase at the gym because, or influencers that we want to find because those are the type of people that are at the gym. So it's kind of like, you know, kind of thinking outside the box and not just going for, Oh, let's find people who work out because the people who work out that are posting their workouts, whether they're at your gym or not, like those aren't the people you need to get influencing other people. <laughs> they're yeah. already doing that. Yeah. Um, they're already trying, especially those type of people are already trying to influence their community, right. In, in the health and wellness aspect. But um, yeah, I mean, we haven't tapped into any of the other features um, that Scipio has, but I, I have messed with them and, and they're, I think it's fantastic. Uh, but we just, again, we have a small team and we're, we're uh, our main focus was to build up a community of people who have influence and, and then phase two is, you know, they're, they're posting right now and everything, and it's great. We're getting a ton of user generated content. And, um, but phase two is to really then engage them as a community within a community. Right. So then, you know, start throwing events for our staff or our members, plus involving them, um, or doing even special things just for them. Um, that's, that's then taking your, you know, your community that's already amplifying them all together to amplify the biggest sound <laughs> good stuff so we've talked uh, uh, about a couple of topics here today but just to pull back a bit when when you look at the rest of this year and maybe even you know 18 24 months down the road what do you think the biggest challenges markers and marketers and brands like you and fitness sf have to be concerned about what's going to keep you up at night you think i've been thinking about this one for a while actually and i think a lot of people have already experienced this um I think keeping up how fast, keeping up with how fast things are changing in the digital space is, is tough because if, if you're a leader in the marketing world, um, then, you know, if you don't have quick learners, multitaskers or multi-talented people on your team, um, you know, sadly, like we're seeing now companies will have to cut positions or they'll have to, you know, or they'll have to find someone who's who can do multiple things. Um, you know, I also think like along with that, the byproduct of that is like mar marketing, technology, operations, everything. All of these sections of the business are starting to mold into like one thing. Like the the circle's getting smaller and smaller of how it crosses over and who needs to do what. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we we've seen it over and over. It's like you can't. I feel like, you know, if I'm speaking to individuals like employees, you know, make sure you you broaden your scope of what you're learning and what you can do, because if you're just a copywriter or you just know how to make good emails or you just know how to film, like it, it's going to be tough for you to survive. And I think I think as managers and as leaders, that stresses us out because we don't want to do that to our teams. We want to expand our teams, to be honest, mm -hmm. like so. That's that's kind of what I would I would say keeps me up at night. Yeah, well, the, I think the the good news, uh, the silver lining in that that cloud is that the younger generations that are coming into the workforce 
are these, you know, content creator natives and not just digital natives. They've grown up posting their whole lives on Snapchat and Instagram and whatnot. And they're used to creating that type of content. So maybe just helping funnel them into that perspective of, hey, now you can do this, you know, strategically and from a business perspective, I don't think will be uh, as hard as maybe training someone from my generation who, you know, went to art school maybe and became a graphic designer or, you know, got a degree in English and became a copywriter. But those, you know, two things were separation of church and state and writers didn't do design and designers didn't write and nobody knew how to edit anything. And um, and so I think that's that's going to be easier for the newer generations to adapt. But you're right. I mean, you've got to have a lot of jacks of all trades on your team these days because the media landscape is so fractured. Troy, uh, always great talking to you. Uh, uh, where can people find you and, and Fitness SF on the interwebs? Yeah, uh, you can find me at, at Troy McFarland, uh, T-R-O-Y-M-A-C-F-A-R-L-A-N-D. So Instagram, mostly Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn. Um, and then Fitness SF is just at Fitness SF. So that's three S's there. Uh, uh, and that's same thing, Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok. Can't forget TikTok. <laughs> All over the place. Well, Troy, thank you much so, so much for the time and the wisdom today. Uh, look forward to having you back in a year to talk about all the cool stuff you're doing with uh, Scipio and beyond. All right. Thanks, Jason. All right. Troy McFarland from Fitness SF. Go check that out. We'll drop those links in the comments here on the stream for those of you watching on LinkedIn and YouTube. If you're listening on the audio podcast on demand, find the post by looking for Scipio AI on LinkedIn or YouTube. Uh, also, a quick note for everyone listening, we are going to be hosting a free webinar on Friday, this Friday, called Unlocking the Power of Community Influence to Grow Your Brand. It's a look at our concept of influence marketing through your own brand community. The live webinar is at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time. And just like this podcast, we've created it so it'll take 20, 30 minutes tops, including Q&A time making efficient use of your workday time that you're able to spend with us. Register for free at bit.ly slash community influence. That's B-I-T dot L-Y slash community influence. Do join us. We'll show you a little bit of our community influence marketing platform there too. You'll get some new ideas on how to approach influence marketing a bit more efficiently and effectively than you've likely thought before. Thanks for joining us, folks, for The Rise, the community commerce marketing show where we document the rise of the exciting new category of marketing strategy, automation, and software that is community commerce marketing. We know you want to bring CCM marketing strategies to your business, so you can do that by join, uh, visiting us at Scipio.ai, hitting the demo button in the upper right. The Rise is a production of Scipio.ai, LinkedIn or YouTube, so you never miss the broadcast. You can also subscribe to the show's audio on demand wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for being part of our community. We'll see you soon on another episode of The Rise, the community commerce marketing show. You may know you're listening to this show along the Marketing Podcast Network, but did you know there are other great shows on MPN to help your business? Christy Heiler hosts a fantastic podcast called Own It. Christy, tell us more about the show. Own It is all about celebrating women and non-binary advertising agency owners. We talk about buying out of the Boys Club of Advertising because less than 1% of ad agencies are owned by women. And where can people subscribe? You can find the podcast at UntilYouOwnIt.com.
We're also on the Marketing Podcast Network at marketingpodcast.net. And of course, you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You heard her. Go subscribe. This podcast is heard along the Marketing Podcast Network. For more great marketing podcasts, visit marketingpodcasts.net.